Yo, yo. Ow, ow, brown cow. <laughs> Unique New York. Unique <laughs> New York. <clears throat> La Jolla man clings to life. <laughs> Name that movie. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Please and thank you. <laughs> we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. It's easy to sum it up when you just talk about practice. I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. I mean, how silly is that? I mean, we talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. What's good, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Talking About Practice, the pod. I'm your host, as always, Jarrell, and I got my main man, Derek Isomaki, in the building with me. Yo, what's good, party people? All right. Well, uh, Derek, big news. You just turned 30. Yeah. Congratulations. You yeah, made it, that's, dude. That's why I've been out, been out. You know, took a little time off to self-reflect and, <laughs> you know, come together, realize... What am I doing with my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, no, no, it was actually just a great time. Went down and, and uh, had uh, the opportunity to go down and see my family again. Yep. And uh, turned 30 with them. Uh, my mom, she wanted, she liked me there. And I was like, you know what? Had a tough little Christmas. Why not make up for it and have a great birthday? And I did. So it was nice to be down there, catch up with the family, and uh, realize my potential as a true race car driver. Uh, I really feel <laughs> that I have a future in it. I feel like I'm going to be a Paul Newman S type of person where I just start late in life as yeah, a race there you car go. driver. Uh, but I'm going to I'm going to resound I'm going to be a resounding uh, uh, factor in the racing world. I feel I went up to uh, go kart racing in, uh, up there. We have a place near us, MB2 Racing. Shout and I am legendary. That's all I can say. <laughs> I am legend. I was passing everyone left and right. I was oh my goodness. I was. Uh, I wish I could see in the film because I feel like I made some stupendous passes, some overtakes that were uh, glorious. I was taking some lines that no one else could see because, I mean, granted, I, I do have a lot of extra years driving over most of the people I'm facing. <laughs> right, because you're beating the shit out of kids. <laughs> um, when I say extra years driving, I'm probably the only one who's legally allowed to actually drive. Uh, <clears throat> but that's beside the point. We were go-kart racing, very different. Level playing field in my eyes, um, and uh, I was dusting fools left and right. Uh, there you go. So yeah, I think I should uh, maybe just quit and um, quit while you're ahead. Yeah, quit, you know, or quit this. Quit and this. Make your and life. Take it. Unfortunately, it's a very expensive habit, and uh, that's honestly, if I ever do make it, that's like the one habit I'm picking up right away. Racing. Racing. Yeah. 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 I have a homie who races a lot, and uh, he does well. Uh, you have to you be, have be to, doing well yeah. unless you're like ingrained into or born into. That's all you do. Like right. build your cars around it. But if you just want to do it as a hobby, um, that's an expensive hobby. <laughs> no doubt. It's a rich man's hobby right there. I'm just going to play with my, my cars right now that some of you all save lifetimes to get to. And uh, I'm just going to have one just on the side that I use on a like bi-monthly basis. Yeah. What? So uh, speaking of rich man hobbies, we are going out of town on, the, on a TBP oh, trip. Um, to go golfing, but what would you say? What are the what are the richest man hobbies like polo? 
That's a good one. Polo. polo. Yeah, legit polo. Because you have to have horses that are just, you know, having horses is... It's not a, cheap. That's not cheap either. Yeah. That's, it's funny. Like, back in the day, having a car meant you were rich. Right. Having a horse meant you were poor. Now, the plopper yep. went over <laughs> there, you know? Yeah. Unless all you have is a horse. Amish you still style, play. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, are there people out there who legit just have horses? I mean, maybe Wyoming or something or Montana. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. I mean, that'd be, I'm envious of them. That's kind of cool. I'm not. I'll I mean, see you in six months when you get there on your <laughs> fucking horse. Tell you, <laughs> you what? A <laughs> uh, little Tom Segura reference for you boys and girls out there. But That's uh, an older one of Tom Segura. So hopefully, if you are new to Tom Segura, look back at his older stuff. If this is uh, one, you all of them heard. are fire. Every yes. every so, special he does is fire. Segura is a solid one all around. So uh, yeah, he's, check him out. Yeah. He's uh, in the upper echelon, I would say the top five favorite comics out right now. He crushes. Um, but speaking of the guys' trip. I wanted to talk to you about some must-haves, must-brings with you on a on a guy's trip. Uh, one, first and foremost, deodorant. That is a must. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you, you got to have it. I'm not going to be. Uh, I'm not going to be in a house where it's, we get locker room s type situations. No, nope. yeah. I want. I I got. I'm too old for this shit. And right it's now. seven hours on the road. Yes. So. Um. I. Unfortunately, made the mistake one time we were going on a little uh, it was a summer camping trip uh, mm. uh, with with my, my church youth group at the time. Yeah. And we were going to New Mexico and we drove from California on a bus. And it was like about a 13, 14 hour bus ride. Oof. And I, and I uh, uh, there were so many people who failed to participate in bringing about deodorant with oh. them. And this is high school age people we're talking about. Oh, so, so the yeah, funk is real. Yeah, it, it was rough. It was rough. Uh, no, oh. one, no one enjoyed that experience. Uh, the bus ride, at least. Yeah. Good memories, though, uh, of that smell. Brings it back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that mustiness. Good old high school, you know? Uh, Who doesn't remember that locker room smell? Oh, God. I don't miss it. I don't miss it. All I got to do is smell my shoe, and I'm right back in it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bad problem, guys. I know. Um, yeah. Obviously, deodorant is one. I mean, I think booze goes without yes, saying. Yes, booze is, is uh, a... I already have five blunts pre-rolled for the trip. You have five joints ready. I know Jordan is on his way down to Chica right now. He's bringing some weed. So, so weed, yes. Yes, weed. Yes, yeah. We're going to basically <clears throat> float all the way down to Morro Bay, which is a seven-hour trip. We're just going to float on down. I mean, that's the way you want to do it on those types of trips. Yeah. I've always said for any road trip, there are three necessities you need to have. At least, and you, There are three things you need to have to make a great road trip, and you need two of them at least to make it a bearable road trip. Tunes, weed, and speed. Tunes, yeah. weed, and speed, yeah. And uh, luckily, we're going to have all three of them, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you got to at least have two to make it a good trip. Three you know, make it fantastic. Two makes it, I can, I can it's all right. You know what's interesting is the four people that will be in the car, you, me, Jay Pounds, and John tomorrow, you three guys are the three guys that I uh, actually and don't mind riding shotgun with because I usually prefer to drive. But if I'm not driving, you three are the three dudes in my life that I'm like, yeah, all right, you guys know how to drive. You're lucky right there to have them right there at your disposal at that point yeah. in time. You know, yeah. I think it's convenient for you to say, I don't want to drive right now. I feel like I'm getting that vibe. Like, oh, you all are taking it. No, I already told Jordan I'm down okay. to drive. I like driving, especially in San Francisco. That's my shit. Yeah, it but, takes, uh, you, takes you back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing so, like good old city driving when you haven't been in the city exactly, for a long time. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's, it's very underrated. Whenever I mean, it's I annoying leave. when you live in it, like having to deal with it on All a day-in-day day basis. Yeah, yeah, yes, but yeah. we can just visit it, touch, yeah. the, wa touch the waters a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, like don't California stops everywhere, cutting people off, you know, just, just driving aggressive. 
people should take note of that more often. Honestly, I mean, I know I look like an asshole out there, but I'm just taking what's given to me, and you're yeah. giving me space. I'm taking it. You yeah, know? agreed. So uh, don't yeah, look- I'm not gonna make you tap your brakes any earlier than you need to. But That's, like, I feel I'm like definitely- that was the goal. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna skeet skirt when I can. You know. Now, you granted, to, if you do tap your brakes, that's on you because you're a coward. And you don't trust me. Trust. Actually, I don't say don't trust people because yeah, don't trust people. people. You can trust me if you happen. see me out there. As drove my confidence. I, yeah, you're a good driver. You're a good driver. Sober driver. Yes. Good sober driver. Yeah, yeah. That's a good. Uh, <laughs> that's a good point right there. Oh man! Only one accident in my life. <clears throat> yeah, it was kind of a big one. <laughs> no one was hurt. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, don't. We're all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah everything's yeah. good. We're we're good. Everyone. Learn my good. lesson, though. Learn my lesson. Yeah, no doubt. Um, speaking of people learning lessons, huh? <laughs> uh, Spencer Jones, the uh, Mr. Jones had a tough time <laughs> getting it on. <laughs> uh, Mr. Jones had a really tough week last week. Uh, if you haven't seen the video, I highly recommend you do. Um, he uh, he basically he's a wide receiver for Oklahoma, and I'll say wide receiver loosely because he is more of the place kicker. I was gonna say he also has holds that position too. But I feel like you don't hold, you only hold that position. If you have really nothing else to do on the team, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they said there was a wide receiver from OU involved in a ba- in a uh, fight in a bathroom or in a bar bathroom, and I saw the video, I was like, "Where's the wide receiver?" Yeah, it was a little tough to tell. I mean, granted, he was taller than the other guy, but you mm-hmm. would not expect that guy was not intimidating no, in he, any way, shape, or form. He looked like a nerd, and um, they had some. Two is a two against two fight, so very fair. Yeah, I'm all down with it. It, it looked like everyone was well engaged and willing to do it. It yeah. wasn't involuntary on anybody's behalf, and um, you barked up the wrong tree. It was a short tree, but the wrong but the tree. wrong one. Yeah, very maybe wrong he barked tree. up the wrong shrub and yes. got yeah. pummeled. Um, him and Spencer Jones and his buddy were talking shit to two kids in the bathroom. The kids clearly didn't want to fight and then just molly these dudes, rubbing their face in a urine on the ground. That's the other thing. Dudes were at the urinal getting bumped into during a fight. I'm like, that's the last position I want to be in besides maybe pooping as a fight breaks out onto me. Well, God bless your soul if you're pooping in a bar bathroom. Yeah, but, that's true. Um, yeah. Journals, you kind of try to take it, but you kind of saw it happening, and I feel it was funny seeing everyone's reaction just walking over the people as they're on the ground wrestling. Yeah, but yeah. I do find it, I did love it when you did see him just like, dude, you're on, like, your face is being rubbed on the, the floor of this yeah. disgusting bathroom. It was just, of, I wish oh. instead of making him say uncle, I wish he's like, lick the goddamn floor, you son of a bitch. <laughs> then I'll let you up. Lick it! Lick it! You know, that would be fantastic. Yeah, that's the last place I want to be that's dragged. Is in- um, <laughs> why didn't you get that one, man? Dude, Sorry. I... I was I, just thinking about just the how filthy a guy's bar bathroom floor is, and that is the last place I want to get dragged. No, okay, bar bathroom floor dirtier, men or women's bathroom. Women's. Now, like you think, yeah, I would say I feel the women's would be would be yeah. dirtier. I will say there are some weird, fucking, disgusting things in men's bathrooms that I do not understand. I'm looking at you, goddamn urinals, and your goddamn pubic hair. Why the fuck uh-huh. is there pubic hair on a goddamn urinal? Seriously, how the fuck is that happening? What are you doing? Like you unzipping shit and just things fall out? My goodness, yeah, it's disgusting. Like and it is like where are the yeah? What? It's disgusting. Like that's uh, the one thing that just makes me ugh, when I see a uh, when I go to a urinal and I have to. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah! Oh God, it's disgusting. And it's not the thing. That's it's not just uh, relegated to dirty bathrooms, like yeah. bar bathrooms. It's every urinal I've been to. It has a possibility of yeah. having some dude's pubic hair on there. So the dudes out there that are shedding pubic hair over your urinals, have some respect to the guy after you. Get rid of that shit. It's Manscaped, all fellas. 
Manscaped that a little too. bit. That's I'm not too. saying you have to be clean shaven down do there, that. but like, it looks, yeah, it looks weird when it's clean shaven. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You uh, don't want to show that much, okay? Like, but, but like a little, you're a man trim, still. You yeah, know? little yeah. little trim job down there, fellas. I'll help you out if you're not slaying it right now, and you got a, you know, old old timey bush down there. That she doesn't want to feel like Chris Hansen's going to come out behind the bathroom, right? And and you know, from the kitchen and tell her to sit down for a moment because she's you know. But at the same time, you don't want to be like, where's your dick? I can't find it on, underneath the shrubbery. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if you're that small, fellas, I'm sorry. That sucks to be you. But the point is, uh, Spencer Jones, uh, be careful who you talk shit to. You never know. I will say his friend, that Spencer Jones' friend, really did a bad justice to jean jackets. Dude was rocking a jean jacket and yeah. his stupid little turtleneck. Really? Yeah. Like you, that was a Ugh. bad look, man. You, I, you know, bad but, look, man. Let yeah. me just say, if you're wearing a turtleneck... Underneath a jean jacket in general, you do deserve to get your ass whooped in a bathroom and get dragged all over the floor. Yeah, if you can't stand up to yourself there and you put yeah. yourself, yeah, you deserve everything. Yeah, you got to, you got to, if you're yeah. wearing a turtleneck with a jean jacket, the rule should be I will pass. I don't lose. The only reason why you're rocking a turtleneck is because you have a hickey underneath there. You're trying to hide it from the other hole. You're trying to go after. Uber it, you know? confidence because you could whoop everyone's ass. Neither one. Was Either the one. Truth. No. Yeah. And, and you got it, your ass whooped, and you ruined the turtlenecks and jean game uh, completely. Yeah. 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 So, um, careful. Like I said, you should have known, man. I mean, I won't. I mean, the guys were they intimidating? Just don't talk shit to guys. You know, like especially guys that look at each other like they had like the yeah, they look like they wanted to fight. You got to know that look, guys. When you yeah. have a look, a guy in front of you that just has crazy like, oh, I'm willing to fight. Back out, back the fuck up, guys. Leave him alone. Like, yo, you're good, man. Squash it. I'll buy you a shot. How about that? There's the other thing. If someone doesn't want to fight you, it's usually not because they're scared of you. It's because they're scared of what they might do to you. Yeah, no one wins. I mean, also at the same point in time, like, somebody who has the wherewithal to know, in a fight, no one really wins. It fucking hurts to punch somebody. Yeah. I don't like to do it. Mono and mano, if a dude is not backing down, most dudes just based off pride. If someone steps up to them, they're going to be like, all right, let's scrap. Yeah. But if a dude doesn't want to fight, there's a good chance it's because he could fuck you up. <laughs> Just take it as a time you got away with not having to fight and having yep. to roll on the ground and possibly lick shit or and or uh, urine. So, yuck, yeah. yuck, yuck. I think everyone, you, you, yeah, you know. I think we're good. But I will say, uh, entertainment value through the roof. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, Spencer Jones. make sure you uh, look up that video if you haven't seen it. I know this is all old news right now, but listen, it's been a minute since we did the show. Like, if we wanted, we could have just talked about the Anthony Edwards dunk all night long. <laughs> I mean, really we could have, yes, because that was worthy of. Uh, Everything it was insane. All it was of the insane. Yes. And do you fucking nerds out there like it's only two points? Who dunked on you? Who dunked on you and ruined you? I mean, when has that ever been a problem just because a dunk is worth two points? People are like, oh, he only had seven dunk. points and he was terrible from the field. Go fuck yourself. Uh, that dunk's going to live for infamy and no one a year from now is going to be like, didn't he only score seven points? Except you fucking dweebs out there. God, fucking losers. I mean, there are plenty of people out there who have been able to create Amazing dunks, and they weren't that great from the field. Desmond Mason, one in particular. No, yeah, right, who gives goodness. a shit? But he was a he was goddamn a... great dunker, and it was glorious to watch him do it. Yeah, listen, people are going to be looking up Gerald Green highlights 20 years from now, and they're not going to be like, oh, you know, he only shot 25% from three. No one cares. Another good one, uh, Darvin Ham, too. Another Darvin legendary, one, yeah. legendary, not a great one, but it's still. Yeah. His highlights live on. Okay? Yeah. And that's going to be one that's going to be in... NBA lore forever. Yeah. So all you nerds who have never dunked, you ha you can't say shit. And all you nerds who have been dunked on are like, oh, it's only two points. Again, no one cares. At it the was same awesome. point in time, 
you got to still go up, though. No matter what, you got to challenge, man. You got to give it a challenge. If you don't willing to challenge, you're not going to be in the league that long. So you got to give the guy credit for Toronto for taking that. You got to go up. You got to go up. Mm, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess, but... Um, so you're saying don't go up just every single time? Not a chance. No, I'm not yeah. saying, but like, man, like, yeah, you never know what's gonna. You didn't think that was gonna happen. To be sure, he had twine side. You probably, all right, I'm stepping away. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. Well, too bad for him. I'm just saying, whoever that France dude probably wishes he stepped away, but glad he didn't. You know, <laughs> he, he literally didn't do anything. He just yeah. stood there and watched. Well, he tried to take a charge, and he yeah. didn't realize that one could actually jump over him. I guess he should have jumped. That would have been. He probably should have jumped. You're right. I mean, thank goodness he didn't then. Don't go up, boys. We never will get Vince Carter ever again. Stay down on your feet. Take yeah. it. Get jumped over. <laughs> if he got he could be, he would have been jumped over. He probably didn't go up. So damn it, man. That's true. He would have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he just got destroyed. So good for him. I take back everything I said. Stay on your feet, guys. Don't go up. <laughs> don't, okay? don't jump. Yeah, don't, don't jump. jump. Uh quick Deshaun Watson update. First of all, the ball's on Deshaun Watson, and I Love it. I know that uh, there's rumors of other uh, NFL owners calling up the owner of the Houston Texans. I don't have his name in front of me. It doesn't really matter for these purposes. But basically saying, hold the line. This is GameStop, st- uh, GameStop stock. Hold the line because what they don't want to see is a mass exodus and players realizing, especially at the quarterback position, oh shit, we have a lot of power. I mean, it's about time they realize it, and hopefully at some point in time they get to the point where they are going to stand up and get rid of that goddamn salary cap. That is the stupidest thing ever, guys. You, Why are you limiting your potential to earn? Why would you do that? It's the most un-American thing you could ever it do. It really is. Uh, this is the most anti-capitalist thing we have out there. Why do we have a ceiling in which how much these guys can spend? Stupid, stupid, stupid. So I hope at some point in time they really, I mean, I feel like it's going to have to take a strike. I really do. Uh, that's ultimately what will take for owners to realize that they, the salary cap is the stupidest thing out there. And just because they can't withhold themselves from overspending doesn't make the guy... That's not the player's fault. Right. If they can get the money, get your money. Agreed. And uh, hopefully at this point in time, we can make a stand. And when I say we, they make a stand. I don't have to not play. You know, <laughs> that's not my... It's your livelihood. It's tough we one. can make it's, a stand, yes, maybe. But it's going to be tough because like... A, for the majority of the league, they have a fraction of the time to spend in there. And yeah. to miss that opportunity is tough. It is very tough. But um, I don't think it would take that long for them to realize. I, maybe, if it, hopefully not an entire season. But no matter what, I feel if they really did want to get rid of that idiocracy that the NFL has created. Yeah. And allowed them to just be infinite earners all around while the players are capped at how much they can earn. The NFL is not capped how much they can earn. Players are capped on how much. Yeah, they, that's so, so stupid. stupid. It's so stupid. Um, so players, hold your line. You know, start making a sand yourself. I would say. Yeah, hold diamond your hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do want to say so. Apparently, again, again, I don't know what is real and what's not, but apparently, the three teams that Deshaun Watson is eyeing: Carolina Panthers. He yes. obviously played in yes. South Carolina at Clemson. Uh, the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins. So don't get the Jets. Why would you want to go there? Get the Dolphins though. But as big a- market, new new coach Robert Sala seems like a pretty dope dude. Uh, and then Miami. I mean, Miami's Miami. Plus, uh, you know, Brian Flores is kind of doing his thing. And they have a fairly talented squad there. They're missing a couple pieces. No, but- no, Miami. I understand. I can get Carolina. But yeah, Jets, Jets are gonna Jets. I feel 
it's the same situation as Houston with the ownership. Don't go to the Jets, my yeah. man. It's a terrible place. I get the lore of it. Robert Sala, of course. New York, yes. And let's face it, that green and white that they do for the Jets, fantastic combination. Well, and one it's, of a the, classic, it's a agreed, classic jersey. Agreed. One of the rumors going around, though, was that uh, Deshaun Watson wanted to really disagreed with some of the politics of... Um, of the owner in Houston and especially surrounding the George Floyd uh, protests and all that and really didn't like the way his owner handled it. And it's like, bro, so you want to go play for Woody fucking Johnson? I mean, yeah, Woody I Johnson contribute tens of millions of dollars to the Trump campaign. So I, yeah, he's like, I feel like the same ownership situation situation Agreed. as Houston. Why yeah. would you situate, put yourself in that situation yep. again? Exactly. Carolina is very nice though. Um, we love you. We take you. We have a great situation <laughs> over there. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm willing to give up Christian McCaffrey for you. So long CMC, uh, we're running you out. Um, and it's the running back over a quarterback. It's an easy, it's an easy flip. No, yeah. Easy trade. Yeah. Easy yeah, trade yeah, to make. I uh, Carolina, I know we like him, but uh, I like Deshaun a lot more. Well, I was talking to Rudy and TJ on the radio show this week, uh, in your absence and obviously all Niners fans. So we got a little Niners heavy on the show. Um, and it's just so unrealistic. Like they, they're like, yeah, we get rid of Debo, I guess, but that's it. Like, I'm like, you're not going to get a top five quarterback in the league for Debo and a couple draft picks. Like you're going to have to give up a George Kittle. You're going to have to give up a, a Bosa. Like you realize that. And they're like, nah, I wouldn't do it. I'm like, y'all are fucking tripping. Yeah. I mean, this dude is legit. This isn't a draft pick. We know how good he is. in. I mean, Bosa or Kittle, I think would be easily up for discussion for, I mean, Bosa's, I would rather give up Kittle than Bosa. Yeah. Keep Bosa. If you can give up Kittle um, and Debo, honestly, Kittle, yeah. Kittle and Debo and give up a couple first rounders. Yeah. If you keep Bosa, because being able to have a defensive end that is going to be able to dif- disrupt is something that is very important too. Yeah. I don't even think the Niners are really in talks anymore, but I'm totally down for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, so, I understand. Deshaun, You're a we'll Panthers you, fan. Man. That, we'll take you. Sense. We got a lot to offer you, Houston. <laughs> a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be the fucking. That would that would be great trading trading the one of the best black quarterbacks out there for the very best Good white point. running back. <laughs> I love it. Uh, that is fantastic. I right love there. it. I the love parody. It. We're there. Okay. Yeah. Racism's over, yeah. y'all. It's done. <laughs> you cured it yeah. with this trade. It hey, happened. Trading a white guy from for Carolina a for a black quarterback. <laughs> that literally like that's progress. Okay. Right on, y'all. Yeah. I feel it. I feel yeah, it. Yeah, we're not in nearly as bad. The winds shape are as changing as... over here, guys. A new tide. <laughs> the winds of change have blown our way. Uh, smells like progress. Progress. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's talk about this GTA ban, huh? Oh, yeah. Wow. So, Illinois is now setting a, a bill in order to try to ban the game Grand Theft Auto. Mm. Uh, only because there has been, in Chicago in particular, a recent uptick in carjackings. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Grand Theft Auto just came out, and it's been just recently inducted into all of our mindsets. Uh, not since the 1990s. And um, But yeah, now's the time to do it. Uh, GTA, it, that's so stupid. Like, I, I'm, why would you try to go after my GTA? GTA is like the one game I, would, I, I love, you know? People try to put... Uh Try to just find all sorts of dumbass reasons in the media that people are acting wild. If that and was typically, case, people are acting wild be- out of desperation. So, like, let's address the real problem. People didn't start playing video. First of all, GTA came out like eight, nine years ago. The last GTA yes, that dropped. Yeah. So, 
motherfuckers aren't just catching wind of it eight, nine years later. Like, shit's been going down. Maybe people are jacking people out of their cars because we're in a fucking pandemic and people are starving in these streets. Maybe that's why. I mean, you got a situation, too, where you're trying to cut down on police out there as well. So you're going to get an uptick in crime. And one of those crimes is carjackings is happening right now. So yeah. it, it, we're looking at everything right now. And um, you want to go after GTA. Smart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Way to address the real problem. Guys. I mean, that's what we like to do here. You know, oh, my gosh, there's smoke over there. But you know what? I smell some fire over there. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that made any sense. No, I, got, really I got what you were but, saying. Okay. Yeah. Um, should we do both these topics for a roll one up? Uh, yeah, tell me what both of those. Oh, here. I've got oh, I'm I sorry. Wrong, I was looking at the wrong screen. I apologize. So I was you like, where did I see it? But yes. Oh, yeah. We might as well. All yeah. Because right. I mean, yeah, I think we can do that. All yeah, right. let's do it. Let's. I mean, because it's a blunt, so we might as well. Yeah. We, we'll be here for a while. Yeah. So. This is a nice chopper. So for those of you new to the proceedings, first of all, thank you. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. Um, we have a mini segments here on TVP. Too many to really count, but one that we brought back for the pod is Roll One Up. We like to enjoy our California privilege of recreational marijuana. Hey, a lot of states are coming around, too. New Jersey yeah. has got on board, so welcome aboard, New Jersey. Hello, yeah. welcome. You can spark up with us now, too, legally. Yep, yep, there you have it. So, um, we're going to go ahead and hit some off-the-beaten-path stories real quick while we uh, roll it up, light it up, spark it up, inhale. El Chapo. You guys know the name, right? Big time drug trafficker. Got himself one of the most wanted men in the world. One of the richest men in the world, too. That, too, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Pablo Escobar says. Sorry for saying that. Yeah, I don't have good. a mute button here, okay? We're, we're working on breadcrumbs here. Not even that. But, El Chapo, he is in prison right now. But, his wife. She's still out there doing the work for her man. Unfortunately, she got caught. <laughs> so, um, Emma Coron Aspuro taken into custody over in the Dallas International Airport a few days ago and conspired to distribute illegal drugs for meth, cocaine, marijuana, yada, yada, yada. That's, putting, that's some... Uh, Ride or die stuff, right there. You know, like she's good. I mean, yeah. I feel like with him, you kind of you, know, you got a real one there. Yeah, you either you know doing it or I will kill you. I feel like I yeah, feel it's kind of that on there. But she's good. She's she's a keeper. You know. Yeah. Well, this got this brought up the question for me: What's the most gangster thing a girl's ever done for you? I was I'm dating the wrong girls. They don't do anything gangster. Okay. Well, I have a story that I wasn't sure if I was going to share, but I might as well. Got in a fight back in the day. Had a uh, had a pistol, but it was an airsoft pistol, but it looked real as hell. It was all metal. Uh, nice Beretta. And I may have used this pistol to whip someone's face with it. Now, he did try to step to me at my house, showed up with all his boys, so I didn't know what was going to happen. And legit thought pulling out a pistol, dude's going to run away. Yeah. He didn't. An airsoft pistol, though, we're talking about. Yeah, I would have been in real trouble if he had a real gun. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, did you like spray paint the orange tip or did it not? No, no, this gun was straight up from Korea. My boy used to bring home these like real gangster airsoft rifles. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and this was before 9 11. So we're, I'm, I know I'm dating myself, but this is back, back in the day. Okay. I probably like it. Maybe it wasn't actually. It wasn't, but it doesn't matter. It was very real looking. Okay. Yeah. And it was all chrome. Yeah, it was heavy. It's four and a half pounds. Weight right. of a real gun. All right, you so know. it felt like the real deal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so this kid stepped to me, showed up at my house, told me he was going to whoop my ass, showed up with his little cronies, and we scrapped it out, and I hit this kid with a pistol. Now, the neighborhood we lived in at the time, my mom just got us out of the hood, like legit just got us out of the hood, and we were in a cul-de-sac. So a lot of neighbors came out to see what the commotion is. This white kid's retreating, blood everywhere, gets in his car, drives off. Me and the homie Perry jump in a whip and, and slide out. And as we're leaving, there's cop car after cop car after cop car coming to the cul-de-sac. Uh, long story short, we dip out. I'm tripping that the cops might, like, you know, the neighbors might tip the cops off. And they just get a warrant, search my house, and I left the pistol there that still has homie's blood on it. Yeah. So my girlfriend at the time, ride or die, shouts and nods. She goes and she picks up my pistol for me from the house and told her where I hid it and comes and drops it off with a car full. Now, let me just preface this. My ex, my high school girlfriend, very rich girl, went to an all-girls Catholic high school. So all very, in the very rich neighborhood. So it's all spoiled, rich, white girls and my girls, Middle Eastern at the time. That show up at my homie's house where I was. She rolls down the window, throws the gun at me, and says, Don't ever ask me to do this shit again for you. We're fucking finished. Now, I dated her for nine more years after that. <laughs> but, so you never uh, did it again, is what you're saying. Huh? You never did it again. But, uh, you know, I never pistol whipped anyone with an airsoft gun ever again. I was a hooligan. I'm not saying this to be, like, cool or anything, but. Um, Bad boys for life. <laughs> we ride together. We die Bad boys for life. So that that's what you uh, gonna do. What, what you gonna, gonna do when they come for you? All right. Uh, so that was my story. Okay. Aaron right. Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, uh, yeah, I got nothing to. Uh, no girl ever hit any gun for me, so I'm glad I didn't try to come up with one because I would have been easily topped. You Has win. a girl ever stolen anything for you? Lied for you? I can't even. Not, like, never, no, I never can't. picked you up from jail. Okay, but well. Okay, there's not like jail, but like she's picking up places and stuff when like I'm too drunk to drive or something. But like that don't really. That's like, not right. really yeah. gangster. No, that's yeah. like, exactly. That's just like you're just no. you're doing everyone justice right now by not letting me put, get behind a wheel. That's not ride or die. That's you're doing your the Lord's duty. No, it's literally ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay. Oh uh, yes. Okay, so that ride together, die together. Apparently, that Aaron Rodgers is going to test that out when he. I'm sorry. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to test that out with his new fiance when he hosts ten episodes of Jeopardy. So that's right, all you Jeopardy nerds out there. I'm one of you. I, I like it. Yeah, I love Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to be hosting it, and I can't think of a more douchey thing he's ever done. I don't know what this is, but I just feel like it's just very condescending. I'm so good. Uh, Look I'm, at me, Bear Rogers. Uh, yeah, so, I, 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 I know, uh, I know history knowledge, and uh, I got all these facts in my head, and I read a lot, and uh, I got a new girlfriend, or I'm sorry, fiance that I just, you know, yeah, um, I'm going through them like hotcakes, you know, and uh, I'm Aaron Rodgers, and that's a terrible impression of him. I wasn't trying to impress <laughs> him, do impression of him. Just, uh, 
It's my Aaron Rodgers douchiness impersonation. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, it's a smug little bitch. It is. It is a smug thing. But with that said, we are from Chico, or we live here. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers, you ever want to come on the pod? <laughs> yeah. We'd love I, to have you. I was trying to say, uh, I was trying to maybe build ever. that relationship up, and here I am just... Yeah, well, I think the best way is to cut him down over and over and over. Right, so and then so he feels like he has to respond he has to, yeah. because I'm sure what he cares about is our little podcast. And I mean, he is more than welcome to look at me through a screen and I will say everything to his face that way through a screen. <laughs> yes. I got you. Yeah. All right. Screen, I'll say it all. Yep. Nothing else needed. But not in person. Not face-to-face. So if you want to come there. join us in the TBP studios, Aaron, uh, we got a spot for you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. With the screen. With the screen. Yeah. In between us. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> Derek won't say COVID, that y'all. We need COVID production, okay? I'm just saying. You got to have those. I'm pretty sure at this point you're immune to COVID. You've been around it a bunch. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I don't think yeah. you're going to get it. Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think you're pretty good. I have the power. <laughs> yeah, we need to get the plasma for your blood. I feel like the at some point in time, like doctors are gonna realize, oh my gosh, my blood can cure everything. Yo, so I was just uh, doing some research uh, on Papa Doc, the Haitian uh, dictator. Yes, after yes, you put yeah, me on to yeah, the real yeah. dictators. Uh, speaking of which, go, shout out to you, but shout out to uh, this is my goes out to my uh, brother-in-law Pete. Actually, he put me on. This, yeah, this real show. dictators yeah. is fire. Yeah, that's it. That was. A great, yeah, I was uh, falling asleep yeah. to that, which is kind of weird because it's a great thing to fall asleep. But to, yeah, man. just the pacing and everything yeah. was perfect. Um, but yeah, so I started doing some research after because they they called him the Haitian vampire was one of his nicknames. Yes. And yeah. the reason they called him that is because uh, at the time Haitian blood was at a premium for U.S blood banks and the reason being is the Haitian folks were so exposed to different diseases and built up all these immunities right and so all of a sudden Papa Doc started slanging all this Haitian blood and no one knew where he was getting it from the people he was killing but yeah <laughs> yay pop no but, um, that is actually great yeah there we go way to bring that one in full circle yep. bring it a nice historical yep. figure to reference for all you folks to look up. So what I'm saying is your blood is probably worth a lot. I think so. Yeah. I'm in, I'm across I'm across the I'm transcontinental baby. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and uh, not more than that. I'm like more you know, yeah. You're all over the place. I'm all over the place. You That's probably have yeah, you probably have some great plasma popping off. I am legit would love to meet a black Asian woman and just completely track off, you know, have a quad. I know. would love that yeah. for I you, honestly. Was, What's A Marie up to these days? She's bad. Hey girl. A little South Korean yeah. black mix. Yeah, she was bad. Yeah, please. I'll, yeah. yeah. I love being with my Koreans. Yeah, she was a bad mixed one. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of good mixed ones out there. I'm just saying, I got the white, I got the Mexican, I get the I get the Asian, yeah. I get the, the black. Oh my goodness, my, my kids, whole those kids are gonna be fantastic. Growing up I always wanted to like wife up a half black, half white chick just so the kids could be half black, half white. <laughs> like all the way down the line. It would be Keep the segment going yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just dilute the the bloodline, you know, as yeah. much as possible. My brother in law actually, uh my is Pete? actually yeah, he is uh he's a quarter black himself. His dad was half black. Uh, 
So see yeah, if his see, mother was half. We're coming around, man. Yeah. We're all dude, we're all blended <laughs> together right now, you know? We're, we're pro- doing our best. We're we're propagating like no, not pro what am I um, Procreating? Procreating, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well <clears throat> Procreating like rabbits over here, Ooh. you know? Yeah, well um I mean, it's the most fun activity to do. No doubt. Shouts to the rabbit. And to be fair, uh, half your bloodline, the Mexican in you, uh, clearly you are a potent bunch because I'd never see less than nine of y'all motherfuckers at Walmart at a time. <laughs> hey, man. Okay. You got you gotta, two things in life, tortillas and kids, okay? <laughs> oh, man. This racism is so funny to me. <laughs> Shouts to my mom for making a, a fantastic uh, tacos and uh, Last when I was down there, she really put in the work for me. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, I will say. Well, we're having white girl tacos tonight, <laughs> not in that way, but like an actual like hard shell, uh, okay. ground well, beef. My mom does a grilled taco, but like it's very like very similar to what you would get at the yeah. El Gor- at Gordo. Uh, but yeah. um, they're just classic ones in my family. And uh, my goodness, your family could cook their ass off. Uh, pretty much all my dad likes to do now. Like he day trades and then he's got his afternoons himself and he cooks. Man, I gotta make a trip down to LA. I wish we had more time down there. I just go down to LA and see what up to your parents. Uh, that was one of the main reasons I went down there just to be able to get some home cooked meals. And I no got doubt. I got shouts to the best meal that creates the best leftover meal ever: meatloaf. Woo-hoo! I had a meatloaf that was fantastic. And the next meal I'm talking about: meatloaf sandwiches. Best. Best leftover food on the planet. I'll fight anyone on that. Mm. Come at me, y'all. Wow. Better than your sec- your Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. A meatloaf sandwich topples that. Does meatloaf, it? baby? I'm all about meatloaf sandwiches, baby. All right. I love me my le- I love me my meatloaf. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> but I for sure love me my meatloaf sandwiches. Like that's why I love meatloaf. I legit told my mom, like, can we make a meatloaf? Because I want to have a meatloaf sandwich. All right, is there, ladies and gentlemen, is there a better, are there better leftovers than meatloaf? Uh, hit us with your suggestions. All right, that's going to do it for us. I think we're good. We'll yeah. end on meatloaf. You can't do much better than that. Uh, was meatloaf the one that I uh, didn't know? Uh, my mind's telling me yes, but my heart's telling me no. Was that meatloaf? Was that meatloaf? It might be. I think it's meatloaf. I was not a huge fan of well, I wouldn't meat, was I, said but meatloaf. I don't know why I went down this route. I'm sorry. I ended the perfect ending. Meatloaf, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's been real. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>